So many cities under the sun, I claim one. Uh-huh. And I take pride in rapping these streets I came from. That's right. Shattown, Shattown. Uh-huh. Chicago. Chicago. Come on, city. Windy city. Yeah. Yeah. I'm from Chicago. Uh-huh. My cousins is folks, I'm cool with the moles. Uh-huh. And Joe, my best buddy, is a foe. That's right. I'm from Chicago. Uh-huh. When I came uh-huh. in the world, it was cold. They uh-huh. took me straight to the hood, we was po. Yeah. I'm from Chicago, yeah. where everybody gang affiliated. Uh-huh. And you can't change the Shattown native. Uh-uh. I'm from Chicago. We do walk bass like brrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
May, maybe sometimes, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. if you got that, if you got that good loud, like wedding crashes or that black cherry gelato or something like that, so you don't really need all that. You smooth, you good. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. You said wedding crasher? Yeah, wedding crashes, yeah. 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 Hey, that sounds like some good shit, man. <laughs> it is, man. It is. Hey, hey, yo, 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 Craig G, you get that wedding crasher from the uh, 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 from the weed store, you get that street shit. I oh, know that's that street shit, man. I get the street shit, man. We still be taxing too much, you know what I'm saying? You get you get discounts, you know, on Sundays, my new king day, you get, you know, two for three, you know what I'm saying? Hey, <laughs> you know, still get holidays, you get special prices. It, it, and the motherfucker in the dispensary, they they just tax you. They don't care what day it is. But you know, I, I take that back. And when I went to Seattle, it was my birthday. When I went in there, they gave me a uh what a whole ounce. That should have been like two fifty for a one twenty half price, you know. What I'm saying it's an orange cake, delicious. Mm -hmm. Brought some home on an airplane, everything. Yeah. I get the discount. Like, what was the hookup? It was my birthday when they put the ID through the uh, scanner. Uh, my, uh, the birthday song played. They like, oh, damn, it's your birthday. You know what I'm saying? So he hooked me up. That's dope, man. Not, shout not in, shout not out, in the shout shot, out to man. Seattle. Yeah, not in the shot. Nah, they ain't doing that. Shot wants like, their tax money, man. They they want that money. They want that money. You see how they out here carjacking motherfuckers and shit. Little kids mm -hmm. doing this shit. Eleven and thirteen. You like what's going on? Nah, it's hot yeah. out here. It's hot out here. It's hot out here. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> but let's get into the show. Point proven. Uh, for those of y'all don't know, this is only our second episode. But the way it goes is, every month, everyone on the panel gets two minutes to talk, speak on their subject. And then everyone else on the panel has one minute to rebuttal. Um, and, uh, and it just goes from there. Uh, I'll be taking the time, timing it out. Um, do we have a volunteer to go first or do I just pick at random? Uh, wait, no, I'll go first. Hey. I'll go first. Oh, Craig, Mike, oh, man. Yeah, Gus wants first. to go first. All right. I'll All go right. first. I'll get, so I'll get it know. over with. I'm going to start your two minutes and uh, we are ready to go. Ready, set, pr point proven. Yo, what's up, this Craig? Uh, my thing is, you know, I think young ladies in high school should be mandated to participate in uh, one team sport for at least an hour, or hour and a half after school. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it uh, it should be, you know, maybe a sport of any, you know, they choose in baseball, football, you know, uh, base, uh, soccer. I don't care water polo, whatever. It should be like for the four years they in high school, one one hour. You know what I'm saying? So they can. You know, be able to, to work together, you know what I'm saying, be able to, to, you know, have some camaraderie or something like that, you know, because it might see some of the, the cattiness and the backstabbing that they be having, you know, it's, pre it's really pre prevalent with African-American women, you know, they always, you know, hating on each other and all that, you know, and also with aided women, you know, learning to, you know, be so, not be so self-centered and be able to contribute for the group and the family or the team, you know, and not just for themselves, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes, you know, they, they're self-centered and um, do things just for themselves, like uh, take the child support funds and get they, get lipo or get a booty lift, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, uh, get their hair and nails done instead of bringing the money home for the shorty or whatever, you know. Uh, also, you know, uh, team sports shows you, you know, how to acknowledge your role in, you know, in the team, whatever, your role in life, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't come to work talking about telling your boss or your supervisor what you ain't gonna do when they already 
told you your duties as this worker. So you knew that when you was hired, what you supposed to do this, but now you're going to say you ain't going to do it. You know, so I just think, you know, it would just, you know, be a, a, a good thing, you know, just for them to be more oriented about group efforts and stuff, you know, so they can have a more, you know, it would make a, it would make women involved to be more open-minded, you know, about All different right. things and different situations. All right, your two minutes are up, brother. That that sounded very passionate. I'm sure you're going to get some good responses <laughs> from the from the panel here on that. Uh, I'll start off with you, Esquire. Take it away, man. You got one minute. Nigga, you ain't about to mess up these girls' hair and nails, nigga. <laughs> I'm paying for. I don't know why you're even wasting your time with this bullshit. You know, good it sounds like a good idea, but you know that shit ain't about to fly. You can't tell a woman nothing no more, not alone a young woman, that her mama pay for her hair and her nails and her outfit. Now you're going to tell her to go sweat out her weave? How much weaves cost? Just so they can have camaraderie? Listen, good idea. But that shit ain't working, man. Point proven. I don't even need the whole minute for that. Bullshit. You don't need the whole minute. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shaitan Knight, your turn. One minute. Take it away, brother. Uh, hey, just so y'all know, before we go on the air, this nigga said he was gonna talk about bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so he's talking about bitches playing sports, basically. <laughs> But I, I do have to agree partially with you. I do have to say that organized sports does teach you teamwork. It does teach you responsibility. It does teach you uh, the whole over the individual. So I'm with you. I'm with you as far as that. I think everybody should participate in team sports. Even if you suck, you should get on the chess team or the uh, badminton team or some shit just so you can be in a team environment and learn how to deal with a group of people. So I don't need my whole my whole one minute either. So point proven on that. All right, all right. Uh, my whole my one minute going on right now. Uh, I have to say, uh, I agree with uh, Shy Town Knight. I agree with uh, Craig Mack. I think uh, getting them involved in more sports would release more aggression and just teach people how to interact with each other. Um, I I uh, I don't know about the if we would keep the baby mamas from taking the money and putting it in their ass with lipo. I don't know if it'll it'll lead to reduction in that, but hey, if it does, I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it. The money should go straight to the children uh, and stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I think you know joining some kind of sport or something like that would be a really is a really healthy activity. Uh, I don't need my whole minute either because I think Shy Town's night said it all. So yeah, point proven. And I do agree with uh with Esquire about the sweating out the weave. You're gonna get a hard pushback from the black chicks. They ain't sweating uh, about yeah. that weave for shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right about that. <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit. All right. Who's next? Who's the who's next up to bat? I go. Shy Town Knight. All right. Give us what you got. You got two minutes, brother, to let us know what your story is. Go for it. So my two minutes is going to be about Zach Levine. Because I don't know what's, what y'all what they're saying in Chicago, but everything I see online out here is all about Trey Zach Levine, which is some straight up bullshit. Zach Levine is averaging 26 points, five rebounds, five assists. He's shooting 
50% from the field, 42% from three, 88% from the free throw line. And he light skin, Esquire, because that's how light skin niggas do. Mm-hmm. Leading the Bulls <laughs> to the playoffs for the first time, and I don't know how long they might make some make some noise. But here's the thing: he's the 55th highest paid player in the NBA. He only make 19 and a half million dollars. You got Otto Porter on the squad making 28 million dollars. The Bulls have a bad history of trades. They cannot trade Zach Levine. The, the last couple of trades that they trade Ron Artest and Brad Miller to Indiana, and Ron Artest is the defensive player of the year. They trade Jamal Crawford to New York for Othella Harrington. Jamal Crawford, the sixth man of the year, like five years in a row. They trade LaMarcus Aldridge on draft day for Tyrus Thomas. The Bulls can't trade for shit. So don't trade Zach Levine. Pay the nigga about $30 million because that's what the going rate is for a player like him. Dame Lillard get 30 mil. AD gets 30 mil, uh, Joker gets 30 mil, Siakam 30 mil. That's all around the same area. Your boy Kyrie, he, he's getting paid 30 mil. So pay this dude his $30 million, keep him with the Bulls, and get rid of Otto Porter's $28 million contract. You still got five players that's on a rookie contracts. You got Lowry, uh, Kobe White, Gafford, Wendell, and Pat Williams. Keep them get a good dude in the free agency and maybe we'll get a championship before 2098 point proven. All right. All right. That's your one minute. You got your one minute, uh, one minute to respond. Who's going to take the lead on this? I'll take the lead. All right. So out of Porter, it's also light skin. He's not pretty. (laughs) Uh, I agree with you on trading Zach Levine. You have to, you already traded Jimmy Butler to get Zach Levine. So if you felt, and I know it's a new regime with the Bulls, but if you felt that Zach Levine was worth trading for, you build around him. There's no need. Now, I will tell you, the more and more, and I am a uh, basketball guru, I will tell you right now, <laughs> the Bulls really think about trading Kobe White for a real point guard, and then you hopefully, uh, Williams, and you can't go wrong with the last name is Williams, you hopefully, he becomes that third person in the big three. You trade Kobe White for a passing point guard, the Bulls are a good, a high scoring team, and you pay, you trade him and build around Zach Levine, point proven. All right, all right. Craig Mack, what you got? One minute. Well, well, I think uh, they should keep Zach and they should package up marketing and um, like Otto Porter or Thaddeus Young or somebody and, and get a, a star somewhere, somewhere to, to, to ride out with Kobe White and uh, Williams and Zach. So they, they need they, – they coming up. Their defense is really uh, getting, getting much better. Like the coach change really did help. Really, I see it really did help, even though they didn't – Lost like a few games and stuff, but they only lost like a few by a few points, like stuff at the end of the fourth quarter. They you know do some tone nervous because they get nervous now because they young and all that. But they 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 get they on the right track, but they definitely definitely don't need to trade Zach. But hey, hell no, nah. they should definitely not do that. They get get rid of Martin, get rid of him because he he injured prone and all that. Just get rid of him. Act like he want to play anyway. So just get rid of him. Get him out of there. That's that's it. That's all I gotta say. All right. Point proven. Point proven. All right. Point proven. Uh, 
my minute is up now, and uh, I have to say, yeah, that's crazy talk about trading Zach Levine. He's the anchor of the team right now. Why the hell would you want to disrupt that? Uh, I hate to say this, but I am more in agreement with Esquire uh, because Kobe White is not a point guard. Um, and forcing him into that role, into the point guard role, as they're doing this year, has really um, – it's cost them throughout uh, the season so far because he's he's been really bad at it. He's had a, a couple glimpses where he's like, oh, he may be getting it, but he's a shoot-first type of player, um, and uh, he wants the ball. He wants to shoot. He's a scorer. So someone like that, it's not going to – he's not natural to be a point guard, and he's not going to be able to get the team where it needs to be. So uh, that's what I got to say, point proven. Hey, it's always wild to me that it, these niggas hate to say I'm right. I'm always right. Oh, wow. In your mind, you you said you was a, a, a basketball guru. Yeah, exactly. No, no, yeah, that, that was a joke. <laughs> always right. Yeah. Anyways, anyways. All right, I'll go next. I'll do mine. Uh, I'll do my two minutes. So my my conversation today with everyone is going to be about. The story everyone's hearing about is GameStop out there. Uh, GameStop is a stock uh, on the store. Everyone knows what GameStop is an electronic store. They sell video games and stuff. Well, to get to the gist of the story, um, the stock was at $5 a share, under $5 a share last summer. In summer 2020, it was under $5 a share. Um, there were some hedge fund managers that were thinking of shortening the stock of um because they're they're thinking that it's going to go under that GameStop was going to go under so they already had arranged themselves to uh, sell the stock short uh, so then they can just scoop it in and just rake in um, rake in money from from saying that it's going to fall um, some people on Reddit which is like some online community they got together and said look they're trying to short this stock let's all of them start investing in it they started investing in it. That stock went from under $5 a share to last week, it hit $480 a share. So that stock just blew up. What that meant was that the hedge fund managers that were trying to short the stock, all of a sudden they were losing out a crazy amount of money because uh, that it was a gamble that they were taking. And, the, and because they raised the value of the stock, they ended up losing like billions of dollars. Um, and then what happened was Rob, they got in cahoots kind of with Robinhood, that trading app, day trading app, and Robinhood had to put a stop to them trading on it uh, because they were saying the market is too volatile. Um, with that being said, that's the story. But what I will say is, hey, to all you traders out there, sticking it to the men, continue doing your thing, man. The game is rigged. And once you figure out the rules, they change the rules on you. Keep doing your thing. Point proven. All right. Who wants to do their one minute? I'll go first. All right. Go ahead. So I've been following this and trying to understand why I, I, I think I understand why this happened. I guess what I don't understand is at what point I see a lot of these young people who follow Reddit and they bought the stock want to prove a point. Point proven. But mm -hmm. What's crazy is stop trying to prove a point and get your paper. 
I seen one guy invested $8,000 on the stock and made $85,000. GameStop is trash. Nobody is buying. It's not going to last forever. Nobody's going to buy games from GameStop. Nowadays, most people buy them online and download them. Get your money and get out of the game. Stop trying to prove a point. You're trying to make money. Get your money and leave. If you just made $90,000 on this bum-ass stock, get out before it crashes. Point proven. All right. All right. Who's next? I love it. I love, I love the fact that GameStop's a dying business for the reasons you just mentioned, because everything's online. So it was already on its way out. It was down to $5, like Puerto Rico said. Today, I think it's trading at like 80 some dollars, 85, $88, something like that. So it's going back. But I love the fact that somebody figured out the system, hipped everybody up on it, so everybody can make their money and then pop off. Because it was, a, it was some kid on the Today Show, I think, I guess his mom gave him like $60 of GameStop uh, stocks for his birthday. This nigga ended up with four, four stacks, $4,000 he got from it. And he, when it got up to 4000 he sold it. So now he knows how the game works. And too many of the people that's black and brown don't know how the game works. They don't invest in stocks. So you got to invest in stocks, but you got to keep your eyes on the market and figure it out from a young age and stay with it. So I'm glad for all them people that made they come up. It wasn't me, but... Good for you. Pro point proof. Nice. Nice. All right, yeah. Craig. Yeah, I just uh, want to say, like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm glad, you know, they, they made that little allusion. You know, a lot of people, like, pissed off a little hating on it and trying to, you know, see if there's a way they can, you know, devise something, I guess, where they, you know, it's, I guess, making it was, like, illegal. But I don't, I, you know, it's, it's good, you know, that, that some of them young tech heads, you know, saw how to do it because everybody's doing it. And then people get mad when, you know, they just miss out on getting a piece of that money, you know. But but also, you uh, to piggyback on what Russ said, you should get involved in that at an early age so you understand it better as you get older. So you can be able to, you know, you know, know the tricks of the trade where you can jump in and jump out, know how to, you know, be patient about some stuff and see, you know, if it rises or falls or whatever. Like, don't, don't be so in a hurry to cash out you see it falling a little bit because you got to think about you know what's going on in the world like like you said <clears throat> in games stuff nobody saw that coming because you know everybody downloads games and stuff so you know they mm -hmm. they was getting ready to fall off so somebody saw a way to you know get it get their money real quick and get out hey more power to them all right you know, that was your minute nice nice point proven point proven love it point i proven. love it all right craig mack Throwing the point provens out. I love it. I love it. Esquire, your turn with your subject. You they say the minutes. best for last. Esquire's in the building. Let's get it. Bring it home, kid. So uh, my point today is sometimes we have come too far as minorities. So Marjorie Taylor Greene, she was voted in the Congress uh, this year for her first term. You know, she's, she's a QAnon person, all types of lies come out of her mouth and conspiracy theories. She said the Parkland shooting thing was staged. She said that 9-11 didn't happen. Uh, she also called the NAACP the black KKK. Uh, that's not why she was voted in Congress though. She was voted because she sent out posters with her holding an AR threatening the squad. 
So if you don't know who the squad is, it's a, like four minority women, uh, a black woman, uh, a Hispanic, a Muslim woman, uh, two Muslim women. And you know, basically her thought was I'm going to Congress and I'm going to pull my gun out on these minorities and show them how tough I am. All bullshit that white people think is important, which don't mean shit. Um, I guess when I say that, hey, sometimes we've come too far when I see these minority women getting attacked. I'm not sure people seen AOC, talking about how scared she was, they had to hide in the bathroom while January 6th was going on. I guess my first thought was we have come too far and maybe we need to go back a little bit. So this is what I'm asking the squad to do. Catch that bitch in the bathroom and beat her ass. Oh. Point proof. <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> he didn't even need his two minutes. All right, all right. That's why I was going right and then he made a left. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I, well, I'll save my interpretation. Who wants to go next? <laughs> Who wants to want the one minute next? I'll go, I'll go, I'll do my one minute. My one minute was, I thought this dude was going straight Uncle Tom on us. I was like, we've come too far. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was about to shut his mic down. I was about to censor his ass. No, and I'm glad you saved it there at the end. AOC, she's being threatened by the right. She's being threatened by people in her own party because she's saying things. She's not about party loyalty. She's about uh, doing what's right for the working class. And that's what it's all about. Politicians should be about what's right for the people they represent. Um, and this Marjorie Green, she's just another crazy white woman with crazy things to say. And because she's a blonde hair, blue eyed white woman, uh, everyone is listening to her. And she holds up their gun and they, they, they feel that they have to protect her. Um, the Republican Party needs to stand up and do what's right. They need to censor her and, and expel her from Congress. Point proven. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, she sounds like a, a redneck, you know. And so I agree with 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 James. You know, I agree. They should, you know, wait to you know see where the cameras are in the you know facility. See where, which way they find a blind spot, and you know, <laughs> hey. Just ass, you know what I'm saying? Beat the fuck out of her, you know, <laughs> kick her a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And let her know, whisper in her ear, don't fuck with us, bitch. You know what I'm saying? And then and then walk it off. Walk it off. Yeah, then walk it off. Walk Everyone off. Everyone walk go, home. Go 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 to break or go home, whatever. You know. That's how you handle it. In in silence. Nice. No nice. cameras. Nice. Find a blind spot. Find a blind spot. Point proven. Point proven. I love it. I love it. Shy Tom Knight, and they, and they would know that if they played team sports when they was in high school. <laughs> so back to the beginning, but it all, yeah. goes full circle. Yeah, it comes all the way back around. But but yeah, see, she the biggest problem right now to me is is that the Republicans, or at least some of the Republicans, like Mitch McConnell, he's trying to speak out against her when all this shit has been going on the whole time, and everybody's been silent about it, and they're the ones that created bitches like her. So why try to speak out against what she's saying now when you didn't speak out against Trump or nobody that was in his administration or any of the things that he was doing? I prefer to focus on the squad and what they're trying to do. And Stacey Abrams, who today got nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize for her uh, 
activism for voters, voters' rights. So shit like that is the shit we need to be kind of pushing instead of this broad and just ignore what she's saying. Like she has one vote. So fuck her. Point proven. Hey, uh, hate to be the one to shit on your Sunday, but uh, Jared Kushner also got nominated for yeah, a Nobel Peace Prize. So I don't think being nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize means as much as it used to. <laughs> it doesn't, but at least they're acknowledging the black, the black woman that uh, got the voters out to turn Georgia blue. All right. Nice, nice. Well, that's our show, fellas. Uh, some good topics. Uh, you guys got any final words before we head out? Yo. Three stripes. <laughs> no, no final words, man. Hey, hey, everybody be safe out here. The COVID is not over. Yeah, it's not over. And get vaccinated. Especially when, he's, vaccinated. when they start going back to school. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna, to see a rise like once yeah. again. COVID's not over, and we got a polar vortex on the way this weekend. So... You know, everyone stay warm, uh, stay safe, and uh, stay away from each other. That's it.